last in ratings, but number one in your heart. It's the Kenny Ho Show. It's showtime. Life is short, so while we're here, let's nerd out. What is up? It's the Kenny Ho Show featuring Kenny Ho, starring Kenny Ho, and yes, a special guest cameo by Kenny Ho. How was the weekend? Not the singer. I mean, unless you're buddies with him, I I, I wouldn't ask you that question. How was your weekend? Was it a pleasant Saturday and Sunday? Friday night, I suppose, as well? What did you get up to? Did you go to Riot Fest? Riot Fest was in Toronto, and that was a big deal. Oh, let me take this chance to say congrats to Wade and his band. They were the headliners, the main headliners anyway, and the main draw, and I hear they killed it. They made a lot of people happy, and I hear they're reuniting for good. Even better, even more people will be happy. So shout out to Wade, good dude. Glad he's doing things with his life. Yeah, I didn't end up going, because it rained, and... You know my buddy, David. If you listen to Real Talk with Kenny Ho and David Singh, you know who I'm talking about. Like, I, I'm pretty sure David is related to the Wicked Witch. Because every time it rains, like, this guy cannot deal with it. He refuses to go outside. Like, we'll be downtown catching a flick, come out, it's raining. He will find a way to go underground to get to the the restaurant or wherever we're going. Like, dude, it's a little bit of rain. We're going way out of the way to avoid it. So I have a feeling dude melts when hit by water. But yeah, either way, they were his tickets, so it was his call. Um, but I'm okay with it. It was kind of out of the way anyway. But that was Saturday. Sunday was the Emmys. Emmys happened last night. Did you watch it? What did you think? Did you also find Andy Samberg to not be a very good host? Like, that was a pretty soft opening monologue. Like, I've been on the interwebs and read some comments, um... And people seem to hate him. Like, nah, he wasn't funny at all. Nobody laughed at anything. Now that's not true. I disagree. Uh, I think he struck out a whole bunch. There were some real lame jokes. Like, definitely there were times when people weren't laughing. They were, like, politely laughing. Yes, overall, he's not a good host. But I wouldn't say he wasn't funny at all. He just was uh, less stellar than everyone else who had done the job before him. Like, he had to explain some jokes, and when you have to explain a joke, that usually means you missed the mark and probably aren't the right guy for the job. No, I think next year, like, they should have, like, Jimmy Kimmel or someone do it. Like, has he ever done it? Do you know? Because he'd be really good. I used to not be a Kimmel fan, but now I can't get enough of the dude. So that's my pick. Who would be yours? Ricky Gervais? That, that tall lady from... Glee? Is it Sue Sylvester or something? I think she'd be good. Who else, man? Let me know. Tweet me at the Kenny Ho Show. And again, no dick pics, please. Oh, and speaking of the Emmys, Amy Schumer was at the Emmys last night. Here's the thing. Actually, you can tell me first, what do you think about Amy Schumer? You a fan? Like, I do not find this woman attractive. And I'm still not all that convinced that she's super funny. Like, 
She's aight. She's got a couple jokes. Did you watch the movie Trainwreck? I totally didn't even remember the movie title. Had to just IMDB that. Um, I watched it. I enjoyed it. Like, more than I thought I would anyway. But if you've seen it, I think you'd agree with me that she's hardly the best part of that movie. Like, Bill Hader's solid. But it's LeBron James and John Cena who steal the show. LeBron being a pseudo-LeBron, it was great. He got a lot of screen time. Not as much as I hoped he'd get, but still enough for it to be memorable. And I was really surprised by John Cena. Like, in the commercials, you've seen LeBron, and you know he was going to be good in it. But John Cena, out of the blue, this guy's in a movie, and he's in the movie for a long time. And he plays a super macho, possibly gay, love interest of Amy Schumer's character... And I thought it was really cool. I really enjoyed it. And I'm not a big John Cena fan. Like, I got to see him live once. I went to a WWE thing. And when the crowd chanted, Let's go, Cena! I was part of the crowd that responded, Cena sucks! So I'm not a big fan. But I put that bias away. I thought he did a great job in this movie. But of course, I'm going to give the credit where credit is due. And Buddy's jacked. He's good looking. So it was really difficult for me. In fact, it took me out of the movie a bit. Trying to buy that John Cena would be down for Amy Schumer's character to the point he boinked her. Like, really? She's really not that attractive. Like, she's not ugly, but she's like a six. Yeah, maybe less. And in the movie, she's not even a great person, so she's not really that funny. So, and yeah, she, you know, she does a lot of drugs, drinks too much. I'm just like, this is not realistic. There's nothing there. Why would John Cena ever do her? I guess she's his beard and he's like, whatever, I'll just pick any girl. But as a thing, if she's his beard, the parents would be super suspicious. Like, nope, clearly gay. If you were straight, you'd never go for a woman like that. Your standards would be slightly higher. Clearly a beard. You've ruined our lives, John. You've disgraced the Cena name. Now, I don't know how, if I've driven home the point yet. Don't find her attractive. Because, like, listen, I'm super single. But even I wouldn't choose Amy Schumer. Like, if you wear a Slave Leia outfit, stick a lightsaber in your mouth, which is silly because that's a weapon that can cut through anything, putting on your mouth, you're just looking for trouble. But I digress. If you do that and you're made up, lit super well, airbrush the hell out of you, Photoshop the hell out of you, and at best you get a... She's aight. For me, I guess... Clearly, you're not a babe. Keep working on the jokes, though. Funny makes anyone more attractive. Or at least that's what I tell myself to stop the tears at night. The Kenny Ho Show, episode 49, will cover... Booster Frackin' Gold gets a movie? Mary Jane cheats on Spider-Man? And Scarlet Witch getting her own standalone movie? Many questions. The answers is next. On the Kenny Ho Show, it's showtime. Let's go. There's a lot of cool characters from DC's huge roster that has yet to make an appearance on film, like Nightwing, Power Girl, and hell, the Teen Titans. I'm dying to see the Teen Titans, but never mind those properties. Let's just skip to the film nobody asked for. Blue Beetle and Booster Gold in a buddy cop movie. My problem is... They're not cops. Isn't Booster Gold a phony celebrity from the future? He was like the 1993 future prediction of 
the world going to hell in a handbasket from accepting the likes of the Kardashians? He's no cop. I don't even know who the hell Blue Beetle is. I suspect, much like the Ant-Man, he is some kind of beetle or hangs out with beetles that are blue. Here, I understand why this movie's going to happen. Because it's going to be a lighter, lighthearted anyway, lighthearted, uh, more family-friendly film, which is something Marvel has capitalized on. So you want to capitalize on their crowd. Uh, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant-Man are comedic films, and they both did it really, really well. Guardians of the Galaxy in particular was a much, much better film and did much, much better at the box office. But either way, there's clearly a market for comedic, lighthearted superhero films. So it makes sense that these cats would try to get in on the fun, get in on the loot. But whereas Guardians of the Galaxy is not part of the Avengers... I guess Ant-Man will be at some point, but these cats, Blue Beetle, Booster Gold, from what I understand right now, they will be a part of the Justice League. How the hell is that going to work? Like, it's really hard to pull off dark and gritty, you know, the no-nonsense, no-joking Justice League that has been established with the Man of Steel movie and from everything I've seen so far on Batman vs. Superman, dark, gritty, no jokes, and then... You throw in these guys, it's like having somebody's inappropriate cousins show up to the party. Like, it might work for a scene or two. But overall, I think they don't want you to laugh, so why would you even have two scenes of comedic relief? That's not what they're going for. You throw these guys in there, they're really going to throw off your dynamic, your style, and even the integrity of the film. Like, just think about it. Just imagine Man of Steel. Remember that film? I don't really remember the film because it wasn't all that memorable, but try real hard anyway. And then now imagine Man of Steel and then Will Ferrell and Owen Wilson show up. What do you do? At that point, you're like, what, what, what is going on here? You know, the scene will be like, kneel before Zod. No, because you're a duty head. <laughs> Hold my finger. Like, imagine that. What the hell? No, DC. Let's not do this. Let's not... Put them in the Justice League. You can do this movie. Please go ahead. The more the merrier. But just have like a set of DC light films. Have those take place in like a different universe even. Just like how you have the best TV shows not even be in the same universe and connected to your movies. That's harder to justify than taking these films that have no place and would completely contradict what you're going for. Have them take place in a separate universe. I think with Shazam, they're also going for like a lighthearted approach. So, so just have another DC universe. Have Earth 2, you know? But here's the thing. Even though I'm not crazy about this, the one shining light here is that it's being exec produced by... Actually, more than that, it's being directed by Greg Berlanti, the guy who brought us Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl... So here's a guy who knows comic books, who knows how to translate it well on film. He's definitely done justice to those properties, minus James Hunk Muffin Olsen. So at least I feel safe with him taking this property and trying to make something of it. I think it'll be fine. I think it's going to be fine. I think it's going to be fine. But that's what I said about my love life, you know, when I was younger and... I'm pretty sure I'm dying alone at this point. <sighs> so just take it all with a grain of salt. Mary Jane, how could you? You've been spider Bay since the 60s. 
Now you go slew it up. Nah, nooch. She didn't actually. She's just leaving Peter Parker. Or at least leaving Peter Parker's world and going to work for Tony Stark. But let's face it. Stark, he's gonna boink her eventually. It's just a matter of when, not if. Two things you can always count on from Iron Man. Cool suits and doing redheads that work for him. You know, I'm not a Marvel dude. I don't really read their books. Actually, I own, I think, like two graphic novels by them total. So for sure, I don't know anything about them. But this is interesting to me. I guess Marvel is overhauling things, kind of like what DC did this summer. And they're starting over and starting fresh. And this is a pretty cool move. Like, moving Mary Jane over at first sounds ridiculous, because, like, peanut butter and jelly, Peter Parker and Mary Jane, you don't mess with that. But then you think about it. Like, why not? That's in the same world. Like, it'd be like me deciding to move from Toronto to Vancouver, right? Like, what's stopping her from giving up on acting and selling out and going corporate? Like, I'm pretty sure Stark has dental, so I can't judge her. Believe me, I walked away from acting for a lot, lot less. Balls. But again, it's just really strange for me to not have Peter Parker and Mary Jane together. Because then they get divorced or some crap, or like they got rid of that, just like Clark and Lois were no longer married in the New 52. And now they're not even in the same book. I hate it. I don't like it. It's a tough pill to swallow. As I said, it's like Lois without Clark, Romeo without Juliet, Jay without Bay. I do not want to live on this planet anymore. Elizabeth, the hot Olsen sister, talked a bit about her future with Marvel. She revealed that she spent five weeks on Captain America, the next one, part three, Civil War, which, from what I believe, is considerable. Like, I was a theater guy. I've never filmed a movie. Like, I've been on set, so I don't know exactly what five weeks means, but I th- I'm pretty sure that's a long time. Like, sometimes it takes a day or two to shoot a scene or two. So five weeks, like, if she's shooting most days of the week... And that sounds like she's in a handful of scenes. Which is good news because she's so hot. And she also seems intelligent. Like, don't you get that vibe? Like, okay, I'm not going off much here, but... Bare minimum, what we can say about Elizabeth Olsen is... Like, she's a legitimate actress. Whereas her sisters were a majorly successful brand. But I would hardly consider them actresses. This girl, on the other hand, has chops... Like, there's a light in her eye. They're like, there's somebody home, you know? Like, she makes good acting choices. She clearly thinks things through. And the fact that she pointed out, yes, Ultron robots were fun, but humans are far more interesting to act with and tell stories about. So to me, that at least says she pays attention to what she's doing. Because I'm sure back in the day, you could have stuck some Coke cans in front of the Olsen twins And they wouldn't have noticed, you know, because they'd be too busy counting all that cash. Like, those kids were, like, putting out new straight-to-video movies, like, every other week. I'm sure after a while, every actor, every can of Coke put in front of them all seemed the same to them. Anyway, back on point. Elizabeth Olsen was also asked if she were up to do a Scarlet Witch standalone movie. And she said she didn't know. She thought that a tent pole would be too much for her. She wouldn't be comfortable with it. Again, the sensible Olsen. 
I mean, I can't hate like the Olsons, the sister, the twins. Uh, they just turned down Fuller House, which I think is bullcrap. Just show up for your fans. So you know their sellout phase is over. So I'm not saying that if they were thrown a Marvel movie, they would jump all over it. Sounds like they could, but they probably wouldn't. But Elizabeth Olsen, good call, because I I don't think Scarlet Witch would be a great standalone movie. Like even if Quicksilver were alive. I don't know. I'm sure they could make a good film. Give it to Joss Whedon. I'm sure he'd make something happen. Because those are two very likable. I want to say lead actors. But I, I certainly believe Elizabeth Olsen's a lead actress. But uh, kick-ass. Eh. When he's not kick-ass, he isn't that good. Yeah, so I think it would be difficult to put like a $100 million movie on these kids' shoulders. And have them expected to make a billion dollars or half a billion dollars back. I think... The best way to use Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are as a part of a team, X-Men or Avengers, which they're doing right now. Don't stray from that. Don't give her own movie. But I would be down for like a Scarlet Witch, Black Widow, and you know, all them chicks from the Shield uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show do a team-up femme fatale type of movie. Like, go get Ronda Rousey, cast her as Miss Marvel, Get the popcorn, because I'm there. Well, that's it. That's the Kenny Ho Show, episode 49. But that's not all for me this week. Be sure to check out the Kenny Ho Show blog, thekennyhoshow.com, to see the new Red Tornado pick, if you haven't already. That's going to be... Yes, Red Tornado's going to be on Supergirl. I didn't think there'd come a day when Red Tornado, of all people, would make live action. The geek truly are inheriting the earth. So have a read, have a look, if you've got a spare moment, of course. And if you've got two spare moments, check out The Nerd of Might on YouTube for more nerd entertainment. See how awkward I get when you put me in front of a camera. That's a great selling point, right? Right. Or if you don't have any more spare time for old Kenny, just check back in next week with me. For another episode of the coolest podcast ever, The Kenny Ho Show. Thank you for listening. Lindsay Fonseca, I hope you're listening, and I hope you're impressed. Toodles! (laughs) 